Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And we are welcoming you to this very special broadcast We are breaking from our regular broadcasting time so that we may bring you this beautiful guest of ours, Stuart Pierce, who already is bringing through the energy of the angels. And we are here opening up a sacred space yet again for you to, to bathe in these frequencies I can feel them already, and we're really going to be tapping into a wisdom, a wisdom from the angelic realm. Let's welcome back the legendary Stuart Pierce to this quantum conversation, question and answer session. Hello, Stuart. Well, hello, Loren. How wonderful to be here. And to all the listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's gorgeous to be here. Ah, lovely yet again. We are going to uh, work and interface with our audience today if they're listening to this special broadcast live and take their questions. And even if those are listening to the recording, we can still feel that energy. Stuart, we really are creating a field of energy. Can you share with us how we can set that up and maybe fuel it with our intention and our love? Um, Sure, but what's interesting is that it's already here. (laughs) It is. And so, um, you know, before coming online with you, I made sure that I spent at least 21 minutes in meditation, Mm -hmm. during which the angels came in hosting within the circuitry of their 12-part union, their communion, and um, said, we, we are here and ready to give whatever energy is necessary as long as it, 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 that it is of the highest vibration. And so they're already here waiting for whatever our needs may be, knowing full well that you have created this beautiful quantum field of intention 
for the miraculous mindedness of great healing to take place so that angelic healing can come deeply into our bodies to resolve any personal quests that any of the listeners may have. So I feel that they're mightily intrigued by this beautiful conversation between human and celestial to find out exactly what the degrees are, what are weighing heavily, what is weighing heavily on people's minds or hearts or souls at this time, and how they can begin to really administer their healing energy as fully as possible for this particular portal. Beautiful. We are in that portal. That is why we are feeling the energy. And so, again, for those who join in, even to the replay, their energy is adding to this, and they are accessing that energy that is literally in the quantum field and is outside of time and space. So as we invite our listeners, if you are on a web call or phone call, you can hit star 2 to raise your hand, or on the web call feature, I think you just raise your hand. It's right there. And on our chat line at AcousticHealth.com, there is a Q&A box that you can enter your questions in. Well, Stuart, you are psychic as well, and you can feel into our group. Can you see what an overwhelming issue is? I've got a couple of questions for our groups as well, but I want to see if you can feel something from our collective heart. Yes, there's a, a collective denial of personal power a collective denial of really ascending into the great I am presence, a collective denial of really feeling how personal sovereignty can be maintained in the world. And I feel that these uh, qualities have come up as a result of being afflicted by many concerns, or frustrations or challenges, both personally and professionally. So much so that the angels immediately have come in and asked me if I will share this prayer with you, which I can easily send to you, Lorraine, afterwards, and um, they can be, it can be distributed amongst the people. And the prayer is, from the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth, into the minds of all, let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of all. May angels return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of all, the purpose which the angels know and serve. And let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and angels restore the plan on earth. And so it is, amen. And so it is. So beautiful and so empowering just hearing those words from you and from the angels. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, you did tap into 
this question then that I was going to ask about. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because we could immediately feel, uh, once I tell you about it, um, you'll understand and those listening will as well. But it was instantly healing and it makes us think about the causes, the afflictions of many concerns or frustrations. This really has to do with our perceptions. Is that right? So are we mm. shifting our mm. perceptions mm. of that? Well, the, the point is that it, it is all a perception, isn't it? The difficulty is that we've believed the perceptions that have been communicated to us by others. And often they're not accurate. They're merely perceptions. So if we can use the discipline of detach, feel stillness, and then observe, was the value offered to me, was the consideration or indeed the criticism offered to me, does it serve my highest purpose? Does it really allow me, if I utilize whatever I've been asked to utilize, does it move me into the highest vision of myself? And if not, let's just let it go immediately. No matter who served it, no matter who gave it, no matter who granted it, no matter who offered it, Let's just let it go, because it's not serving the ultimate potential of the quantum nature of the miracle-mindedness of our soul's consciousness. And this is what the angels wish to do. They want to amplify the most positive states within. In other words, they serve, they love, rather, for the sake of love, whereas we tend to love for the sake of being loved. So they love for the sake of love. That is their singular conscious frequency so they don't necessarily come in and disturb what's going on in planet on planet earth they allow us the planet of free will to exact our choices and to live through the consequences of our consciousness but when we are aligning ourselves with the greatest truth when we're aligning ourselves with the purest um, source energy within when we're really tuning into love and joy and delight and freedom and expansion and inclusivity and compassion and empathy, what they do is they come in to amplify those states, to allow our um, condition, so to speak, to amplify or to accelerate through into the supernal wonder of what it is to bring soul into, deep into the physical imprint of our bodies. So therefore we move into the divine blueprint of ourselves. As soon as we cross over into the lesser states, the heavier vibrations of unhappiness or sadness or dissipation or fear or guilt or shame or denial or anger or depression, I want to kill myself, they simply wait for us to readjust the perception so that we can move back into opening our hearts and souls to receive their divine approbation or the divine absolution. And so that's what they're wanting to do. But at the same time, through the um, channel of myself as a human being, what these 12 angels of light do, the angels of Atlantis, they bring through a tremendous amount of information to interface with the, with the, with the predicament or the dilemma or the challenge of what it is to be human on this planet at this time. And it's challenging, you know, really, really challenging because all of our systems are moving through a vast change which, as a result of that, are bringing about 
um, reductionist tendencies, uh, bureaucracy that tries to control us and make us frightened. For example, mm -hmm. what we've seen very recently mm -hmm. with the um, suspension of Congress and how all government employees were, um, were experiencing this really difficult situation without knowing necessarily when the situation was going to right itself and if at the end of it they would, they would receive back pay. I've had so many people coming through for soul readings talking about this predicament, you know, a lady who came through who is a military official whose husband was in, it was in one of the um, security forces, um, and he was unemployed for six weeks, and he didn't know if, it was, if he was actually going to um, receive any backpack. So the point is that the angels immediately came in and offered him an alternative, which was to release himself from the employment of a government agency and to take all of his extraordinary expertise all of his security data, meaning all of the experience that he's acquired over the years, I think 15, nearly 20 years of service, into a different situation where he could be used as a security personnel. And as a result of that, he immediately went to the security agency that I suggested, gained new employment, and is now as happy as could be, earning a vast sum of money that is at least three times what he was earning as a government employee. So there's always a silver lining to every cloud. It's just simply a question of seeing crisis equals opportunity. And it's all based on a perception. Yes, okay, all right. So that keeps it very on point of our attention and our focus. And I love what you said there. And that's beautiful that within that time period, you were able to help that person or the husband uh, make a great shift in his life. And so in a sense, we can see how, yes, the crisis is, is the change, is the shift. So get ahead of it and get some assistance. And so those are the soul readings that you do. I want to make it clear to our community that you have opened up your schedule to work with us in miraculous ways. And so we can call this angelic sound healing. Is there, are these the sounds that you bring forth as well in this process? Is that what is amplifying the energy? Well, the, the, we, we feel as though they're separate issues. In fact, what happens is that the angels channel through my voice. Now, whether that's in the talking cure through, for example, what I'm doing right now, or whether it's through the hybrid nature of chant, or by me offering a personal mantra to the, the dear one who comes through, that sound is used as a corridor of light for the angels to channel through. Now, what this means is that sound transforms. So it's an extraordinarily powerful energy in the, in the very center of creation. Um, as we read, for example, in the Judeo-Christian um, New Testament, in the fourth gospel, in the beginning was the word, or in the beginning was the sound, and sound made flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth. In other words, sound is an energy that is used by universal intelligence to allow us to come very deeply into 
the significance of what it is to be an embodied soul, which we call human being. So if we go right into the very core of this, that in the ancient world, for example, in Rome, the belief was that everybody had persona, which we use in relation to the word personality, which means the quality or essence of somebody's being. But what's interesting in the Latin is that persona means through sound. Per, through, sona, sound. Mm -hmm. And so if we lived in ancient Rome, we worked on our voices, realizing that the voice could communicate the totality of what the soul's purpose was. And by using certain sounds, we could electrify our physical body to really inhabit the totality of our souls. In short, if words arise from the heart, they enter the heart. If words arise from the tongue alone, they don't pass beyond the ears. And so wherever the angels go with angelic sound healing is that they bring their own might, their own healing, their own salve, you know, their own, their own curatives through sound. And particularly, because love is all there is, when we're allowing love to emanate from our bodies, which is generally speaking from the heart. So if we spend a lot of time living in our heads, then automatically it becomes a little bit more difficult to feel because this is much more to do with the cerebralizer. I'll stop doing that. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> but when you hear that frequency, we know that that frequency is the currency of today because yeah. most of the time we're doing, 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 doing. So we move into the doing part of our bodies, which is the upper, the upper part of our bodies, our heads. We cerebralize what life is all about. Because after all, we've been taught to do, 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 and to tick all the boxes to make sure that we're absolutely precise in whatever we're doing. So we become control freaks. And then all we do is try and live our lives out through our heads. <laughs> if words arise from the heart, they enter the heart. If words arise from the tongue alone, they don't pass. Anyway, etc. Et yeah. So what, yeah. what the angels are asking <laughs> us to do is to breathe very deeply, to become calm, commanding, and conscious. Mm -hmm. so that we drop into our hearts as the seat of the soul and allow our voices, allow our notes, because we each have an individual note to shine through that part of our anatomy, and then suddenly we become harmonized. And as a result of being harmonized, we feel our personal power, so we step into our sovereignty, and life is never the same again. It becomes simpler, it's easier to manifest, and all of the joys that we wish to manifest are manifested towards us. They become magnetically drawn towards us. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's sound is a very, 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 very powerful tool to allow us to really see a way of being able to sit in the very core of our spirituality so that we cease having the disharmonic problems that is so easily, you know, so easily sought or had today <laughs> because of what the changes in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I want to say a couple of things there, and then we're going to take questions where mm -hmm. we can look at so many of our politicians who speak, and it's like they're talking from right in front of their nose. And so, mm -hmm. right, and so we can start to see and how in sound healing that the number one rule is that your voice is the most healing tool that we have. And so uh, that's beautiful. So wonderful, Stuart, that you allow your voice to be used by the angels. 
And that is healing on many levels. Just listening to you, we can feel the shift. Yes. Okay. So let's get to some questions. I'm going to go to a caller. And we're headed over to, it looks like, Roanne in Colorado Springs. Hello. You are unmuted. Or is it Anne? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, Stuart, I have to let you know that I have your angel cards, angels of Atlantis (gasps) cards, and I use them for every session with every person that I work with, and they're amazing. And I Oh, well done. Fantastic news. Yeah. This is the first oracle, darling, is it? It's the, yes, I think the it's angels the angels of Atlantis. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And, oh, you must, and, you, if, you, if you find them useful, you must acquire the, the second, which are the angel heart sigils. Because okay. in the second, the angels give us their hearts in sigil form, which is a, a geometry, you know, a geometric form that holds the, 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 the soul of the entity. Um, yes. They've given us these extraordinary symbols, yeah. I will get those. I also mm. can work the Alchemy of Voice book because mm-hmm. I use sound in my energy work. And yes. um, I'm really curious. I've, I'm not sure I've found my signature sound, but when I tone with the bowls, the Tibetan bowl um, yes. and some the crystal bowl, the sounds that come through me are so powerful. <laughs> Often yes. I don't um, really, I guess my question is, um, I keep getting Zatkiel coming through, and I love mm-hmm. that angel. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, um, I felt like just within the last week that my heart chakra has just been bursting open. Mm. and. But I am truly wondering if there's more to do, some anything to increase the mag, magnetic quality of my voice, if there's something that's still holding me back because the people I get to work with are amazing and I would really love to do more of the work. I also am an artist and the art, art I do are mandala tools mm-hmm. and they're very... Mm-hmm about energy and I know it's a balance between these two things and um, I want to do more and I feel I'm not magnetizing all I could so I'm wondering if Mm. you've seen anything Mm. or could help with anything about what what the angels might say well sure absolutely and as you speak I have the the oracle of the angels of Atlantis sitting right next to me because not not so long ago, I was actually on a call helping somebody in a soul reading. So here they're sitting, but before coming to meet Lorraine this evening, uh, e- evening it is in the United Kingdom, I shuffled the oracle, and guess what card I've taken from the top? Safkiel. <laughs> now, isn't, oh, isn't that, <laughs> well, isn't that proof? And the card mm-hmm. is ecstasy, which, of uh. course, as we know, where it's, using the the physical vessel of our being to upgrade the energy so that we feel not just simply sensual joy, but lifting up into spiritual ecstasy. So, mm. darling, whatever you're doing, you're doing really, really well. However, to go deeper into the answer of your question, 
um, three, three points. Number one, you are living your note. As you speak, the whole of your vocal range is right in its center. You're right in its optimum pitch. You're right in your point of harmony. So that's really beautiful. You're literally allowing the sound to emerge from your heart. As opposed to, you know, going right up, etc., etc. <laughs> but you ask the question, how can I increase magnetism? Okay. So what I would suggest is tune into prayer, write your own prayers, or use any of the prayers that you find, for example, in the Angels of Atlantis or the Alchemy Voice book, and um, or, you know, resource prayer. I mean, I have a prayer sitting in front of me. And there's a grave difference, for example, if I register this prayer on this frequency. Be still my heart and tame my mind. I am a divine instrument of the I am. Yeah. Be still yeah. my heart and tame mm -hmm. my mind, for I am a divine instrument of the I am. I am in flow with the cosmos. I am the breath of life. I am the unconditional love flame that shimmers with all life. I am in supplication to the divine. I am in supplication to the divine. I am in, I am in service to all that is humble, innocent, and true. I am grace incarnate. So when we move into that heart note, we move into the very core of our corpus, the very core of our bodies. And as a result of that, because these thoughts, these sonic um, intelligences are moving through our heart. The heart, as we know, has an energy field 5,000 times greater than the human brain. So our energy field begins to expand, and as a result of our aura or energy field expanding, the angels literally come in and, as it were, rest their divine nectar in our field, so that pours through our hearts. And this is when people say, when you were speaking that prayer, I saw an angel standing behind you. When you were chanting that prayer, I saw the whole of your aura expand, and it became this brilliant silver-white light. So, you know, to answer your question, I would suggest that that's what your soul is requesting, which is why the whole of this beautiful communion took place. You know, that Lorraine asked me if I would be willing to do this evening, and here you are, and here you are being chosen, and there you are in Colorado Springs. <laughs> what you just said just brought tremendous um, tears, and like my heart just feeling it. Yes, that's an amazing answer. Um, I just feel like... Yeah, Zafkiel just came through and said that. Yeah, Zafkiel came right through. <laughs> and of course, what's wonderful, although you're, there you are intimately, intrinsically experiencing it, we can feel it through you. But because we're observing, we can hear the huge shift in your vocal membrane, in your vocal energy, and to see you know, the, the, the beauty and the furtherance of the suggestion that the angels made through me. So well done. Well thank done. you. Yeah, thank you so, so very much. Um, wow. <laughs> Sometimes I much feel like... you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I so have listened to you many times, which led me to get the Alchemy of Voice book. And I have... Uh -huh. it's the, I have to say the exercises in there are one of the things that have felt 
I felt the most grounded probably in my life. Oh, that, wow. That. Awesome. That's beautiful. Thank you so Thanks. much. I, that's absolutely, that makes me feel so, so thrilled, you know, that the, the offering works. <laughs> and it for works. those wonderful people who are listening in, you know, what, what we're talking about is the, are the core exercises to do with finding our own signature note, because you know we each have a note. This is what we're talking about. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beautiful. I know that helps all of us. We all would love to have magnetism with our voice, and mm-hmm. it's that signature note that truly is of the heart. Yeah. Okay. So when you do soul readings with your clients, is that like what you just did there with Anne? Is that, I mean, we could feel that ourselves just listening to your voice and feeling into that. And that's really what goes on when you work with your clients. Or um, is yes, there more I mean, to I, it? Obviously, it's, I'm responding to the uni- unique nature of that conversation. Whereas, mm-hmm. for example, um, a person that came through this afternoon uh, was from um, um, you know from the terrible paradise, uh, the terrible horror. I was trying to remember the name of the town, but of course it was paradise. Uh, I've been I've been working oh, hard California. all day. California, yes, paradise, tired. California. Um, and she has lost absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. She has lost in her home. Her home was razed to the ground. Wow. Her dog was caught in the fire. Her cat was caught in the fire. Every single aspect of her life and the life of her parents was in that house and it was raised to the ground. All she escaped with was literally the clothes that she was wearing. So all of her personal possessions, all of her jewels, her passport, her social security card, her insurance paper, everything, everything, everything has been burned away. And so what we were doing is is literally looking into the fact that this was a vast fire purification and how the the nature of fire is a constant theme in her life that her grandmother who is the most sacred spirit in her life as a young woman as a young you know as a growing growing child her grandmother's house was burned to the ground mm-hmm. uh, her favorite aunt's house was burned to the ground so there's this whole theme of burning buildings in her life, so to speak. And what we were doing is looking into the karmic theme of what that was all about and how she could move, crisis equals opportunity, from the disassociation and the disconnection, the horror of what she'd been experiencing, into the fact that soul, her soul, spirit was giving her an opportunity to move into the quantum field of abundance. And so we were able to identify exactly when she was removed from that field of abundance by dysfunctional behavior within the family. We were able to identify that. She immediately bursts into huge floods of tears. So the angels came in and held her in a space of healing, in a space of comfort, in a space of succor. And automatically she turned from uh, weeping into laughing saying, I feel as though I'm surrounded by the angelic communion. And I can Mm. hear, it sounds like the hallelujah chorus. In other words, she started to experience 
supernatural phenomenon suggesting that she was firmly held by the angelic communion. So within that session, the whole of her life was turned around. But it, you know, the, before her was somebody who has cancer. And so what we were doing is talking through how she can move through the cancer, healing the cancer, and moving back into her divine blueprint. So we were having to identify what the um, holding points were in her life, what the fears were, what the experiences were that led to the malfunction on a physiological level, and how she could transform all of those through alchemy, how she could take the negative and transform them into positive, so that by the end of our session, this darling had a list of strategies that were already mm. begin, beginning to have this vast effect on her cellular being. Now, that yeah. moves in, in, in so many mysterious ways, depending entirely on the needs of the individual. What I do is I listen and respond to the yearning soul of the individual. So I can hear the personality speech, but I can also hear that the soul is saying, listen, my darling, I'm not caught up in the drama, but I have some really important intelligence that I want to communicate to you. So should we just calm down and realize the drama has happened, we can heal the shock, and then you can begin to hear what your soul is wanting to say to you. And so if you like, I can be the sole <laughs> mid-husband. <laughs> I, can, I can interpret psychically from the angels what their soul is wanting them to really feel. What's fascinating when I do this is that I then open up the oracle and the cards, as we just saw with our, with our darling you know, last speaker, yeah. the mm -hmm. cards always immediately reflect or mirror <laughs> the, the situation. I've done readings since 2010 all over the world, in different cultures, and every single time the cards are accurate. Now tell yeah. me how that happens. 44 cards of very, you know, various descriptions. I'm just looking at one or two now. Evolution, inspiration, meditation, and patience. So there are, you know, there are teaching cards there, as well as you are wonderful and we are ecstatic and everything is going to be okay. Yeah. And the angels <laughs> automatically come in and on 3D, they interpret what we most need to know. And they come through synchronicity, through serendipity, through magic, through miracles. I just love it. Absolutely fascinating. Yes. Well, you know, uh, it truly is alchemy. But now I know what you mean by the soul reading because it helps yeah. the soul speak to us. And that yes. is so important, yes. and it's so empowering. Oh, my goodness. And the, the woman you helped with cancer, I have got a friend that I am going to treat him to a session with you because I know you can help him. And quantum, the Quantum University actually has done a lot of studies on this. And this alchemy that you're doing, taking the negative and turning it into the positive that is being proven and there is spontaneous remission that goes on when yes. someone connects in this way right yes. it's like just getting back in touch with the soul oh my goodness yes. i'm yes. excited yes. i know you've only yes. got a few slots but i think me and so many listening can really benefit from a session with you 
because you just get to the to the point. So let's ask a few more questions with our audience because I know you're in the UK and it is late there. So I'm going to ask our callers um, ask a quick question, please, of our beautiful friend Stuart. Let's go to Data in Vancouver. Hello. Hi, Lauren and Stuart. Fantastic call. Thank you so much. I have a question. Stuart, I was trained in a number of different healing modalities, and I used to love doing it. Occasionally, I still do, but I'm wondering if you would be able to give me some guidelines as to why I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. Um, well, tell me what what is challenging. I mean, tell, tell me where is turn your where speakers your down a little. Where has your joy gone? So sorry, Data. Please turn your speakers down a little. Mm, I I guess I don't enjoy doing it because I feel like maybe I'm not helping as I used to help before with the results of the clients and so on. And so what gives you the impression you're not helping in the way that you used to? I guess because I used to enjoy it more. Now it's, now it's almost like responsibility in a sense, even though I don't do okay. it frequently. Ah, okay, okay. So you know, the next time you're sitting with someone, what I'd love you to do is to resolve responsibility and go back into the devotional pathway meaning before you meet your client, before you meet the patient or the student, whatever you, you call the dear one, say a prayer. Say a prayer to Michael or one of the angels. Let me just see. So I have some prayers in front of me here. If I can find the right prayer for you, for example, something like this. Dear angels, dear Archangel Michael, I truly know I'm loved, and oh, how I'm ready for your loving. Please remove from my heart any impediment. Please take from me the ability to deny the joys of life. Please make me new that I may now meet the enchantment of higher love. Please send me such delight, for I am a divine lover. Please open the gates of heaven, that love may flood my heart and soul. Thank you, dear angels. So be it. Amen. And by so doing, you resolve the responsibility, and you move back into the joy and the awe and the wonder of the devotional path. Does that help? That's beautiful. Thank you, Stuart. Beautiful. My pleasure. My pleasure. Ask your patients, ask the dear one in front of you, what they feel from all of the wonder that you give them. And really listen to what they have to say. Because I feel that probably you're trying to approach healing from an intellectual point of view rather than from the heart. Um, so you're trying to tick all the boxes and make sure you do it all properly, as opposed to... Hmm, I think the most important thing here is that I'm revealing the vibration of love, the, the vibration of joy, the vibration of wonder about the whole thing. You know, many years ago, I had the fortune of spending about four hours with Maya Angelou, 
one of the great one of the great vision teachers, one of the great wisdom teachers of the United States of America. And um, she said to me, you know, Stuart, people don't remember you by what you said. They remember you by the way you made them feel. When we touch into the joy and the wonder and the love of the devotional pathway, people feel the emanation, you see, they feel the radiation. And um, when we touch into the intellect, then we suddenly become very cerebral. And so, of course, we can meet people on that level, but all they receive is the intellect rather than, well, you know, right at the core of this is love. Feeling is the language of the soul, not thinking. Does that help? So very much, Stuart. That's beautiful. Oh, bless you. I'll give that a try. I'm actually doing a long-distance healing only, and I have a client right now, two of them, so I'll try it. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, you you are in my prayers. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart. My pleasure. Beautiful work. Thank you, Data. Okay. All right. We're going to move right along and assist uh, in Wailuku, Hawaii. This uh, phone number, 4814. Hi, what's your name, please? Hi, uh, my name is uh, Mayumi. Mayumi, uh, hi. Yes. Uh, do you have well, a question you, for Stuart? Stuart. Uh, yes, um, I do healing with many um the sounds and the music that I create. And uh, also I received a lot of uh, healing from and then um, many things, teaching and then things from dolphins in the wild. The dolphins? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I used to swim them, with them about more than 10 years, almost uh, many, many times mm-hmm. in a year. And then um, I believe I create the music, compose the music with them and compose with the music with uh, celestial beings. And um, is there any more suggestion or uh, insight for that, for my healing and my music work? So um, am I right in saying that, you, you know, here you are revealing this extraordinary story about what you've been doing. And did you say you've been um, working with the dolphins for 10 years? Yeah, more than 10 years, yes. yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just, like, it's just yeah. that you were, you were talking quite fast, and we're many, many thousands of miles apart. So I was just trying to understand if I was correct in what I was hearing. <laughs> and Sorry. now you're asking, is there something else I can do? Is that right? Y- yes, if I, um, if I can ask more the guidance or messages. Yes. Well, I feel the most important thing that you need to do is to listen. Your soul has a remarkable intelligence. Your soul is preeminent in the wisdom of the whole of your being. And actually, nobody can tell you what to do. I feel the most important thing is to surrender and to listen. Otherwise, bearing in mind that you've just been listening to what I was saying to our past caller that otherwise we try and tick the boxes rather than realizing that what we're revealing to the collective or to an individual is the absolute vibrational frequency of what pure love and joy and surrender and yielding is all about. 
you know how effortlessly the dolphins play. You know how effortlessly they offer their love. I say follow their lead. Become a dolphin. And ask them to teach you. Does that help? Yeah, yes, thank you. I I just, my my heart is pounding. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, darling. My pleasure. I send you much love. Namaste, namaste. Namaste, thank you. Oh, have fun with the dolphins. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, good. And so we have someone on our chat line. Um, We are going to hear from Diana. And Diana says, I experienced a sudden connection to a form of light language that uses templates of light. I'm wondering if you have any suggestions on how to use it and to have a better knowing of what these templates mean. Um, I, I, I feel the frequency and I feel the vast field of light out of which the language pours. I can see, um, Michael is showing me this, I can see extraordinary geometries or sigils that are the symbols that pour through the corridors of light that bring sound through. Remember, the cosmos suggests at the moment in our galaxy that one of the most purest energies is light, but when light downloads, it becomes color. The color becomes sound, and that's what creates matter. There is another energy within the universe called tachyonic energy, but as yet we haven't quite measured it because it exists in a black hole. So I can see these extraordinary emanations of light. I believe that they are being given to this dear one by um, a cosmic force, by an extraterrestrial force. I would ask you, as you receive in the the language of light and you receive the... um, the forces that we're talking about, these geometries, that you, the symbols, that you ask where they are coming from. What I'm hearing very clearly is that it is not for us to tell you where they are from, but that they are coming from your planetary home. And it is within the galaxy, within this galaxy. It is not beyond. And you're dealing with an intelligence of light beings of extraordinary proportion who have love at the very core of their beings and are trying to communicate to we humans how we can achieve an even greater harmony in our lives. If this is so, the great songs that you're receiving are actually emanations or pulsations that are arising out of the body of this intelligence. The planet begins, the name of the planet begins with S. And I can say no more. F as in Frank? Okay. Did you say F as in Frank? Or S? Did you say F as in Frank or S? S as in Sam? S. S S as in Stuart. S as in in um, Stuart. Okay. as As in, yeah. Sierra. Okay. Wow. That is beautiful. And that's what a beautiful uh, ex- um, expression of light language or understanding of what that is. 
Awesome. Uh, and have you noticed, I've noticed over the past few years, more people are um, seeing shapes, see, getting sudden light language that they're speaking or drawing or even singing. So have you noticed yes. that too? This is part yes. of the Great Awakening. It's part of the Great Awakening, yes. And you see um, our extraterrestrial friends. The, the angels of Atlantis teach me that there are 24 civilizations living within the galaxy, that we are one of 24, but we are the only humanoid. So we are the only civilization that is within flesh. The others have had experience of flesh, but now are in pure light, and that they look on us with awe, because they say, how do you do that? <laughs> how did you get up and walk across the room? Because they don't have bodies. Isn't that wonderful? And so they're sending to us at this time high pulsations of light which configure through sound because sound downloads into color. Sorry, light downloads into color, color into sound. So it's configuring through sound, these vibrations, and therefore many people are awakening to light language. So they're using a polyglottis and also see symbols. And the symbols begin to look like the crop circles. Mm -hmm. Crop circles are, uh, are actually created through ultrasound. So again, we have an interrelationship or an interconnecting theme. And the crop circles and these symbols are coming to awaken shifts within our DNA. We know that, for example, mm -hmm that we only, we, we only have a double helix DNA within our body that is awakened at this time, whereas actually there are 64 codons of DNA. So we're waiting to awaken all the other. We, in fact, we have 44 dormant codes of DNA in our bodies that are not, at, that are not in the forefront of our consciousness. There are only, isn't that fascinating, mm -hmm. that we're actually a 12-strand DNA, not a double helix DNA, but a 12-strand helix DNA. So these symbols and the light communication through sound are being given to us at this time because there is a quantum leap taking place, not just within our planet, but also within our galaxy, within our universe, within our galaxy. So the planets are literally maturing and this is why there is this immense awakening on planet Earth. There's a maturing, there is a, um, a thoroughly exponential dance or symphony of energy that is opening to allow us to really connect with the galactic heart. Perversely, that is why we have so many problems on our planet at this time because they are literally encouraging us, because crisis equals opportunity, to really step forward inspirationally into this wonderful field of quanta energy, which, of course, dare I say, dear Loren, is one of the reasons why you created your exquisite company full of quanta. Well, that keeps us, again, with the eye on the prize, Again, not to look around at the collapsing old structure and the yeah. crisis that it's bringing, but to keep ourself and our connection and bringing new things about with integrity and really embodiment of the soul. So I just want to encourage everyone who wants your assistance 
on this who would like a soul reading, which in my opinion is really an alchemy into this gold being, this divine blueprint that we are with Stuart's assistance, he has opened up his calendar to accommodate us. And so check that out on the special offer. We are also going to be doing a Mastery Empowerment Course for New Earth with Stuart coming up in February. And this is to really prepare ourselves for a beautiful portal in March. So thank you for that, Stuart. Do you want to oh, add anything about that before we take another caller? Well, it's uh, it, it, I, I'm so excited, Loren, and I thank you so much for the invitation of sharing in conversation with you about this act of communion because you know what we're referring to is the fact that there is this very unique divine portal happening at the beginning of march heralded by a trine um, in other words a meeting of three of our planets or rather two of our planets with the sun and this hasn't happened for over i believe it's 750 years so it's a very remarkable portal that is opening and the angels and spirit guardians that are really interested in the, the intelligence of our species are literally going to use it as an opportunity to flood. It's going to be a portal of light that will flood light onto planet Earth. For those of us that have conscious awareness of this, we're going to be, dare I say, first in line, we're going to be receiving these high pulsations of light. Because as we all know, where there is awareness, it's not through status that we, we achieve this. It's literally through awareness because our love is rich. Our love is surrendering and yielding to the great power of cosmological intelligence. It will be of, of, of complete grace. It will be completely benign. It will just simply be high pulsations of light to enable us to change our lives. So it's going to be a really exciting call. I believe it's February the 16th, isn't it, Lauren? Yes, it is beautiful. Of course, that will be recorded and encoded with the energy so our audience and community can enjoy that at any time. All right, that's available at AcousticHealth.com, online courses, Mastery Empowerment Course, A Glimpse of Heaven with Stuart Pierce. And again, Stuart, you have a limited calendar that you've opened up for us. And again, I want to say that these uh, availabilities in your calendar are now in the present, they're they're like in this now moment, in the next week or two or three, it's not out there in the future. So I just want to thank you too for opening up that time in your calendar to work with us. Um, it's just great to have assistance that makes it so comforting and empowering at the same time. So again, oh, thank you for that. Well, it's, it's it's my absolute joy because it is my devotion so I'm, yeah. I, I, I allow the energies to move through me lightly but I answer them with the very depth of me and of course you know I'm offering this at the moment because of this unique portal that's opening at the beginning of March so there are many many people calling on me from all over the world can I please give them a soul reading so if anybody's listening and they want to book in please just listen to Lorenz wonderful reference and book in. I think yeah. you said there's another caller. There is. This time we're going to Germany, and it's oh, Katie wow. 
on the web call. Hi, Katie. Can you turn your speakers down? <laughs> Katie, please turn your speakers down. Yes, I think we can hear you. Hello. Oh, Katie, we wish to take your question. I'm going to give it another quick second. Hello. Oh, I'm so sorry. Katie? I'm so sorry. Uh, The connection was not so clear. Let's go to British Columbia, cell phone caller ending in 8288. Hello? Hi. Hi, what's your name, Hi, my name is Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Hi, Lauren. Hi, Marianne. Oh, God. Um, Question. Um, I would like to find out um, what to do next in my life. It seems like um, things have dropped away and I'm moving Moving forward, uh, I, I need to know what's the best way for me to move forward. Well, the best way is to go into one's heart, not to go outside, but to go inside. And to ask our hearts, the seat of the soul, what is our greatest desire? What is it that you wish to create? Because you see, we're here, our purpose is to optimize our creativity full of love and joy. That's why we've decided to come into flesh to do this. So at the moment, you've finished um, a process of creativity, and now you're looking into the next action. How amazing, because this is what it's all about. As soon as we've actually accomplished as excellently, as beautifully, as lovingly, whatever the project was, the next question is, and next, so we're on to the next level of what you want to create. So what is it? What in your heart's desire do you wish to create? Well, um, I'm not sure. Okay, so you just need I thought, time. I thought it was. To... I thought it was a relationship. I thought it was business, um, but I'm not sure. Okay, so you just need time to get out of your head and into your heart and to feel what is it? What is going to give me the greatest joy? What is going to give me a feeling of the greatest love? What is going to fill me full of delight? What is going to make me lighter? What is going to make me feel expanded? What is going to take my breath away in a very meaningful and joyous fashion? What is actually going to what is it going to be like to expand into the field of quanta? What is it going to be like to feel the inclusivity of the all that is so that empathy and compassion open within my heart for my fellow human beings, for the animal, vegetable and mineral kingdom? What is it going to be like as I start to skip through the day with such joy in my being? But people come to me and say, do you realize that your radiance has just changed the face of my entire day? I mean, I could go on, mm-hmm. but I think you got the point. This needs it. to be your prayer, do you see? It needs to be your litany. And then you're going to feel the creativity that was boundless within you when you were much younger, where you would start one particular creative activity and it would lead into another, into another, into another, into another. And you never doubted that it would come. It always came. And probably time was suspended. So you just went on and on and on, unless it sort of started raining or your mum called you in or whatever the convention was. 
So go deep into your heart and find the inner child. And she will say, this is what we want you to do. B. Have fun. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. Well, what I notice, uh, Stuart, is that you refer a lot to prayer. Can you talk a little yes. bit about the power of prayer that really is calling forth this connection? It's really infinite, absolutely infinite. You know, I mean, for example, for um, our last our last caller, um, there is this beautiful prayer that I just want. It's very short. I just want to utter. Sweet angel Raphael, I call on you, for I know that you are there. I ask you for your healing strength in answer to my prayer. Please take away the sadness of the world. Please take away the pain. Hold everyone in your, wing, your healing wings and make us whole again. And so it is, amen. So prayers literally uplift their transcendental corridors of light that literally supersede the neural pathways. They move us into divine thought. So they move us from the density of human thought into divine thought. And as a result of this, the space-time continuum distorts. And they are direct conversations to the divine. So the divine receives them. And as a result of this, the elevation of our beings both physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, is lifted up so that we literally feel that we are surrounded by the angels, surrounded by the spirit guardians, surrounded by the elemental kingdom, surrounded by the creatures of, um, of, uh, of the, the natural world, and surrounded by the angels. So we are held. So, you know, it's, it's absolutely quintessential that we form prayer. The difficulty is that the cerebral mind that has been educated and socialized and conditioned into doing, 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 doing has moved purely into the um, dexterity of cerebral thought, which does not embrace wonder. It does not embrace awe. It does not embrace the incandescence of the joy of love. We become really literal. The world of science has done this to us. So we've sort of anesthetized the volubility of our wonder and the imaginal, which is the gateway into the world of spirit. Um, what prayer does is to resuscitate, restore, or indeed remember us back into this immensely close connection with the divine. It supersedes our neural pathways. So all you need to do is to try a prayer and see immediately the effect that it has on your body. In other words, what you receive and what you can then listen to rather than what you can perpetrate. Much, much, so much of the doing consciousness has led us into, I have to keep doing, I have to keep doing. And so we forget that we're human beings ready to receive. So the power of prayer as a transmission of grace and the power of chant which is the sustained tonality that we were talking about just now, are two of the most powerful vessels that we can utilize at this time to open up a greater relationship 
with the divine. And hopefully everyone who is listening in can hear that when I speak a prayer, the space-time continuum distorts. And there is this wonderful feeling of being open to a field of quanta energy, a field of quanta consciousness. I have a smile on my face, and we have reports from our listeners. The heart chakra is really warm. Mm. Uh, lots of energy in the heart and the throat chakras. And it's just such a comforting feeling. So I just want to point our audience to your beautiful special offer, which includes chants and uh, beautiful recordings, as well as that personal soul reading session with you. And it also includes the Gaia Mantra, the Gayatri Mantra, and the Gayatra Mantra. And as we close our sacred circle, because it's uh, late where you are, we would love for you to talk a little bit more about this Gayantra Mantra. I can do even better than that. I can speak it. <laughs> Please speak it. Or someone it is in one of the sacred languages, <laughs> so it is in Sanskrit. But it's, okay. it's considered to be the most pure mantra that exists. Mantra are a collection of sounds, a collection of syllables that create a direct telephone call to the divine. And the Gayatri encapsulates all of the elements both far, both in terms of Mother Earth and Father Heaven, that we human beings live through Earth, water, air, and fire, or if you like, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and hydrogen. And it goes, Om Bur Burvas Vaha Tat Savitur Varenyam Bargo Devasya Dimahi Dio Yona Prachodaya Om Bur Burvasvaha Tat Savitur Varenyam Bargodavasya Dimahi Dio Yona Prachodaya. We are soaking that in. I we wonder have that what's happening in cyberspace. Mm-hmm. Stirrings, stirrings, <laughs> stirrings. And you know, it's very short, but it also is reflected. May I utter another prayer? Please. This is a prayer that was given to me by John of God, by Juan de Dios. It's very beautiful. Dear God, our Father and Mother, you who are the all-powerful flow of goodness, please give strength to those who have tribulations, give light to those who seek the truth, and fill all human hearts with compassion and charity. Dear God, Please give the guiding star to the traveler, consolation to the afflicted, and rest to the sick. Give repentance to the guilty, truth to spirit, guidance to the children, mothers to the innocents, and fathers to the orphans. Dear Father Mama, may your goodness extend to all that is created, giving mercy to those who do not know you, and hope to those who know you yet suffer. May your goodness allow all consoling spirit to spread peace, hope, and faith everywhere. God, let your ray of light and the spark of your immense love inflame the earth, letting us all drink from the fountain of your abundant, infinite love and goodness, 
for all tears to be dried, for all pain to cease. A single heart, a single thought, and we will rise to you with a cry of gratitude and a smile of love, for we wait for you with open arms, O goodness, O beauty, O perfection. We wish to deserve your mercy. God, give us the strength to progress so that we may rise to you. Give us pure charity so that we may be with you. Give us faith and reason so that we may love like you. And give us the simplicity that will make our souls the mirror that will reflect your image. And so it is. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful, powerful way to conclude our call with Stuart Pierce. So remember the tools we were given today and remember this beautiful connection to our soul. It only gets better from here. Stuart, I want to thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. I've had such fun. It's so beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel that we brought through a really powerful vibration. We've been the, the vessels for the angels and the holy ones to speak. So thank you. Well, thank you. We love this vibration, and we just really appreciate your time and your availability for our community. So thank you again. And I consider namaste. it to be a blessing. Yes, blessing. Namaste. We do too. Namaste. Thank you. And, uh, have a wonderful day, Loren. I'm going to call off now. And thank you so much, all the listeners, for listening in. See you on February 16th. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All right, Stuart Pierce, thank you for this quantum conversation. Awesome. All right, again, you can access Stuart Pierce's recordings and his soul reading on this webpage in his special offer. And so for now, it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart.
quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet this show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love access all quantum conversations special offers from our guests and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Conference is now completed. Goodbye.